Welcome to Hi Right Now Unfiltered. I'm Stephen Choi, your host. How's the vibe? Hi Right Now Unfiltered gives you a raw glimpse into the launching of my startup on a mission to empower you to form deep, meaningful connections. Beautiful soul all over the world. Beautiful soul, how is the vibe? Whew, it's crazy that I'm recording this live from Brooklyn, New York. And just looking back on what's been happening over the past week or so since I got here last Tuesday at the end of September of 2021, it's just crazy. So I'll take you through the vibe just one by one. I got here on Tuesday evening, Tuesday afternoon, and uh, just got myself situated at this hostel in Brooklyn, Bushwick, and um, just really surprised and startled by the fact that they charge you, I think, $55 a night, and uh, the weekend rate is like higher. It's like $60, $65, so ended up staying from Tuesday until until Sunday morning, really, and then checked into my current apartment on Sunday. So a couple of different things. It turns out that what George and I have been looking for, like the short-term rental situation, is just not easy at all. And it turns out New York is not really optimized for that short-term rental market. And I guess if anyone's smart enough, like they would actually post on Airbnb instead. So we had a couple of criterias, right? So me and George, two separate bedrooms and furnished, and we are looking to stay here for two months at the minimum. So, you know, just month to month arrangement. We can't really sign a long-term legal contract or lease or anything like that. What else? Furnished apartment. So everything, it seemed like the odds were stacked against us we looked everywhere on Airbnb, Craigslist, um, different websites, and even co-living situations. Either they require you to commit to three months, which we were willing to consider, but then we would have to pay $1,700 just for like a small room and you know the living room is not even that big. So in the end, what we were calculating was that, okay, we spend about $1,700 per person per room, and because the living room situation in most cases is not really ideal, we'd have to find a co-working space, which would cost at least $200 per person as well. So yeah, that would have been like at least $2,000 per person just on living and co-working, right? So we were ready for that scenario, but then we, we were even willing to eat that cost too. But what ended up happening was that uh, on Craigslist, there was just one listing available. And essentially, each room, what, what they're advertising was $1,000 for a room. And we were like, this is way too good to be true. We looked through the photos and it's got a nice little backyard, like some event space and just like a really, really vibey bohemian vibe. We're like, this is, is this a scam? Like, what's going on? And... Uh, George first found the listing and he messaged the guy and the guy just kind of stopped responding. We're like, damn, uh, next one. And then we were almost down to the wire. We were almost uh, gonna sign up for this apartment in best which is like a little bit out um, from the center, like in Brooklyn. You'd have to like go a little bit deep, 
luckily like that spot it wasn't that bad like 1500 1600 dollars uh a month two bedroom around there there's a lot of brownstone apartments and everything but it, it didn't really feel that safe i was a little bit hesitant to just say yes to that even though it was available so that was a situation as of as of friday like 5 p.m we're, we're about to say yes and then um george was like hey should we just say yes to the lady and i'm like let's hold off on it a little bit and then this is like let's look through craigslist one last time so we go back to the hostel and i'm going down to the common area the lounge with my laptop and as soon as i'm there george comes down and he's like yo the guy this other guy in williamsburg he responded so let's check that out so we're like heck yeah let's go there so we go there and it turns out what the situation is there's this place called union docs which is a nonprofit center for documentary art that presents and produces pioneering records of reality i just read that straight up straight off of uh, the, the first google result so that's that's what the place is right so it's essentially like a an artist residence they have some projects that they're working on they stay here for uh, a few weeks to a few months and apparently the story is that they had all these artists that were confirmed to come here and uh, stay here but then because of these covid restrictions they couldn't really they couldn't come to the u.s anymore so essentially out of the six bedrooms available four bedrooms were empty and because it's a nonprofit, they are not really here to make a lot of money um, it's really there to support the people who who are in need of like a proper vibe i guess so yeah we just uh show up everything checks out it's got three different floors the first floor is an event space in the backyard there's there's a couple of tables and some fireplaces and just like the vibe is really on point and it kind of reminded me of this uh uh, outdoor club i went to with my friend titty uh called closer except it's like a residence and the guy who was showing us around jp the operations manager his vibe is really on point so we just like vibed uh just like super well and then um yeah after the visit we're like okay this is like it's it's crazy how sometimes the universe is looking out for you really really literally felt like that like we paid a thousand dollars it's like a one-month contract first because they might have other artists come in but then you never know right so just super thankful and grateful that uh, we were able to sort out the situation and uh, when stuff like this happens i feel like it's almost like the universe saying that hey don't worry about it everything's got to be okay and it's almost like there's a sense of destiny and even this level of responsibility that we'd have to really serve the world so that was that was just crazy just looking back on it and that night on saturday the the night that we actually checked out the place jp the the operations manager invites us to their party so they they were having a party we came back to check it out and like it was amazing just like the vibe was on point and we're like this is like couldn't have asked for a better vibe so that's the living vibe and um very grateful for that and just kind of going back to coming back to new york and reconnecting with uh my friends that was also amazing one of my best friends uh his name is dylan and he's one of the first uh, friends that I made when I moved to New York in 
2012, the fall of 2012, we met through a mutual friend, Ben Betcher. Ben and I used to work at this startup called Ampush in San Francisco. And when I moved to New York, Ben was like, hey, you got to meet this guy, Dylan. So we meet. Uh, and then, you know, I remember, I distinctly, I distinctly remember the first time he asks, he asks me, hey, what's your, what's your favorite music? Like, give me your favorite tracks. And I'm like, I've got two. One is Lady by Majo and PYT by Michael Jackson. And he's like, oh my God, those are my two favorite tracks. You gotta be kidding me. And then since then, we started going to all these music venues together, all these uh, shows together, uh, festivals and everything. And then, you know, we met George later. And then, yeah, it's just like, we, we ended up introducing our friends to each other. We essentially uh, built our social circle together. And um, I left New York in 2015, January of 2015. And um, yeah, and Dylan stayed there, stayed here. And then he went to business school in Philadelphia. And then I went to London. And then, I, you know, he came back right before COVID started. So just a couple of years ago. And um, yeah, I'm back and yeah, just like reconnecting with like one of your best friends and just like, just kind of like you're going to a, you're going to a city that you've lived before and then just reconnecting with one of your best friends is just like one of the best feelings that I can't even really describe. It's almost like seeing your family, right? You know that like everything's good. Everything is just like sorted. And uh, yeah, we were just walking around the entire city as we used to do from union square to east village to washington square park to west village and um they've got this uh, new thing called little island on the west side of the island peninsula island peninsula <laughs> that was also on point and then uh my friend Brian from London Business School, like he was there, he was organizing a little get together. So we got together with them as well. So it was super on point. New York's got this interesting vibe right now where it's like indoor dining is not allowed unless you present your COVID vaccination uh, certificate, right? So in response to that, what all these restaurants did was that they set up these little tents outside with like zippers and everything, right? So it's almost as if they've expanded their indoor dining space. It's kind of interesting how they deal with these things, but hey, that's how the vibe evolves, right? So yeah, just um, just the fact that I was able to walk around the city with my best friends, it was just such a liberating feeling and that sense of discovery and adventure that I used to love about New York City and still love. This is one of the only places in the world where you can just like be on foot the entire time and you wouldn't really miss a thing so did that and uh yeah moved in on sunday and yeah it just feels really really surreal uh to be able to do that yeah another update here is that we're just about to sign a new customer for our new angle which is is literally a content repurposing tool uh powered by ai Right, so you submit a video or audio, and we detect the most interesting parts of that content, and we turn them into these highlights. So that's a value prop, and 
George and I, we are in uh, in this founder fellowship. George's batch actually just started, and my my batch starts um, earlier next year. There is one person that was asking people to see if they knew anyone who could help them repurpose their video content. So like they do weekly Twitch streaming and they also produce their own videos as well. And yeah, they were just looking for someone to help them repurpose their video content. And yeah, George produced some sample work for them. They liked it and yeah, they got back to us and they were like, hey, how much do you charge? We were, we'd be interested in subscribing to your services. And yesterday we literally came up with pricing and it turns out that we're gonna make just over a thousand dollars per month with this client, which is insane because when I actually think about it, last year when we were building High Right Now, the speed networking platform, essentially we were pricing it at $50 that was a basic plan. And then we like the higher tier was like $150 or something like that. And just to get that, just to get one order in, we would hustle a lot, like so much. Just like the amount of hustle that we went through, it's like, I can't even, yeah, it's nuts. And now it's, it's like the value prop is like right there. And then they see it and they're willing to pay that much for our services. Like it's insane, right? When we were going through uh, Fast Track Mama, the accelerator, the whole vibe was a hey, in order for you to raise your seed round of funding, you need to hit $10,000 of monthly recurring revenue. And, you know, just do that calculation, right? Like, how many clients, how many customers do you need to get if you charge them $50 a month per client? And compare that to $1,000 per client, right? Roughly. 10 of those and we're good. So it just it just gives you some perspective, right? Like obviously, I think we've learned a lot over the last year of just um, building our startup. Like what, what does it mean to actually solve someone's problem and how important it is to identify who your customer is and what kind of problem you're solving? So yeah, very, very grateful for that, that we have this vibe and super excited to just to expand our New York possibilities. Uh, we don't know how much longer we're gonna be here. I, I would say at least for the next two months. And um, yeah, fingers crossed. And yeah, really appreciate that vibe. Last thing that I'm gonna leave you up with is just some, some uh, personal reflection actually. Um, I came to New York uh, with this idea that, hey, what we're gonna do is essentially use New York as a way for us to increase the in-person networking vibe, right? Over the past year of building our startup, what we realized was that your community is like so, so, so important. We were in Bali. The lifestyle was amazing. From a cost ROI perspective, it was just a no-brainer. But then what we what it didn't have, or, or at least what we didn't manage to find out or discover was a group of startup founders were looking to level up their company, scale their company, and then just like figure stuff out. And, you know, Bali has has a lot of digital nomad entrepreneurs and freelancers, but it it was very hard for us to find other like-minded startup founders. 
which is one of the reasons why we were compelled to check out uh, Malmo as well and then met, met with Nino as well. And then when we got into the On Deck Founder Fellowship, even though everything is virtual, because there are in-person opportunities, we told ourselves to actually come to New York, right? We were kind of debating between New York and San Francisco. We like New York better. We actually met in New York. Uh, the fact that you can tap into all these different types of industries in addition to startups and tech is super important to us. So we decided to new come to New York and the regret minimization strategy. We were like, okay, if we really, really want to save money, if the cost reduction vibe is what's the most important, then we probably shouldn't be in New York. But Let's just make it happen, be in New York, take advantage of the opportunity and see where the vibe guides us. So that was sort of the context and that was the reason why we decided to come to New York. But then what ended up happening was that, so we got to New York last Tuesday and as we were looking for all these different apartments and then it was just like so difficult for us to find any available spots, I kind of became very negative and I started having all these kind of negative thoughts, right? Like, oh, like, why am I here? It'd be so much better to just be somewhere else. And, you know, everything's virtual anyway. Like, it's super expensive. And even though we came to New York with that original purpose of tapping into the founder vibe, because it was so expensive, at least that's what the search results were telling us, that it was going to be super expensive. I just wasn't really convinced that we would be able to find a spot that that we would like and could be cost effective anytime soon. So that was tough in the beginning. I'm not usually, my vibe is usually not that negative, but whenever I um, feel like I have any like negative emotions, I try to like really watch it. It's definitely not easy. Like I'm gonna tell you that. Uh, something that, I, uh, that I've actually first learned from Eckhart Tolle's book, uh, The Power of Now, basically the whole vibe is that Whenever you have any negative emotions that arise within you, just try to watch it. Just try to observe it and see where it takes you. And then just that process of you watching that negative emotion or any emotion that you have, you are in, in effect separating yourself from your body. And yeah, that was interesting. Like Thursday evening, Friday morning, I was doing some journaling and I realized that, okay, I know I have these negative emotions. I'm kind of like feeling a little bit down, but let's not give into it. Let's watch it a little bit. I think it might it might even have been really helpful if I'd been super completely open about it with other people around me and then just like told them like, hey, I'm feeling some negative emotion right now, but it's gonna be okay. I just wanted to just wanted to tell you about it. So yeah, I think um, it's just a self-reminder and uh, for you as well, uh, whenever you go through any anything negative or anything tough or whatever, um, I would say don't lose hope and just remind yourself of your original purpose and uh, you know just keep at it. One of my friends, uh, Omero, he's, uh, he was telling me and he also had this story on Instagram and it was like very timely and he, he talked about how like back in the day when the Nordics, they invaded Great Britain, they would burn all the bridges that they came with it's almost like cutting off any possibility that they could even like go back or go anywhere. So it's like they'd have to make something happen in this new destination that they're in. Otherwise, like they're done, right? So that type of determination and that type of like resolve 
is super admirable and I guess a cheeky message from uh, my friend and from the universe, I guess, as well, right? Communicating to me that, hey, be sure to stay strong, don't lose hope and remind yourself of the original reason, the original purpose, the core reason why you came here in the first place. Just wanted to be open about uh, what I was going through mentally. Usually, I'm pretty optimistic and pretty balanced, but whenever you go to restaurants and everything was like pretty expensive. So yeah, I got scared, but you know, I'm super grateful and uh, just just utterly kind of speechless that uh, this amazing situation happened. And um, that really sets the right context and gives us this breathing room. And then this like new contract came in the door and things are, I think, finally looking up a little bit. And I think we've got something super strong here. So that is a vibe. If you enjoyed this episode of High Right Now Unfiltered, please share it with someone who could use a little bit of vibe. I'd also appreciate your thoughts about this episode at Stephen Choi on Twitter and Vibe on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. Keep calm and vibe on.